restrictions and more will follow suit this week. Several governors allowed some businesses to reopen over the weekend as protests against stay-at-home orders continued around the country. White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator Dr. Deborah Burks said yesterday that she's concerned protesters who don't wear masks or practice social distancing could unwittingly transmit the virus to others, including their own relatives. President Trump believes people can be protected while going back to work after coronavirus lockdowns. The president said the country needs to protect those who are at risk while the economy gets running. Anybody over 60, you could say 65, but let's make it 60, we have to protect those people and we have to watch it and maybe they stay back longer. At a Fox News town hall, Trump recognized that some people are afraid to go back to work while others are very eager. He also said demonstrations against states' stay-at-home orders have been meaningful. The chairman of the Democratic National Committee is still hopeful that his party will hold an in-person convention later this year. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Tom Perez says he's optimistic that the convention scheduled for the week of August the 17th in Milwaukee will be held as planned. The DNC has already delayed the gathering due to the coronavirus pandemic. One of the most public faces of the United States Coronavirus Task Force is a finalist for the Oscars of government work. Dr. Anthony Fauci, who has had a 36-year career in federal service, is up for the Paul A. Volcker Career Achievement Medal. As the head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Fauci has handled several outbreaks, including HIV, swine flu, Zika, and Ebola, under six different presidents. And Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes says she was in the hospital with COVID-19. She has recovered and was reporting yesterday on the news magazine. Stahl said on the program, one of the rules of journalism is don't become part of the story. But instead of covering the pandemic, I was one of the more than one million Americans who did become part of it. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Unlock your possible during Cub Cadet Days. Contact Baraboo Implement now through May 20th and enjoy a variety of deals on mowers and lawn care products. Like up to $300 off residential zero-turn mowers, up to $200 off select XT Enduro Series lawn tractors, and 10% off all Cub Cadet walk-behind mowers, handheld trimmers, and their wheeled string trimmer. See dealer for details. At Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls, you can count on selection, service, and Cub Cadet genuine parts. Baskets, bedding plants, vegetables, oasis creations, perennials, ladies apparel, decor, wind chimes, bird baths, pottery, mulch, boom. Garden Goddess, we need to talk green oasis services, lawn care, window cleaning, pruning and trimming, mulching, sprinkler startups, pest control. Hold on, Wayne. This commercial is for all the fabulous mothers out there. For sure. Hi, Mom. To all the moms out there, we wish you a happy Mother's Day from Green Oasis. Call, click, or visit Green Oasis, Highway 53 Bypass, Melby Exit, number 92. Create your oasis with Green Oasis. At Charmin, we understand the last thing you should have to worry about right now is having enough toilet paper. Please know we're working around the clock to get you more Charmin as quickly as possible. We're also donating $2 million to direct relief to serve our communities. In the meantime, from our Charmin family to yours, please stay safe. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. 
And let's have a look at the some of the morning markets here on Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. On the cash livestock side of things, fed beef steers are 86 to a dollar with mixed 70 to 87. Fed beef heifers at 84 to a dollar with mixed 60 to 83. Fed Holstein steers 65 to 72 with select 44 to 64. Cows are at 32 to 56 and a half. Bulls 52 to 80. Butcher hogs are at 30. Sows 20 to 23. Boars are at 7 and, to do, and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 117 and a half to 144. And feeder lambs are at a dollar to 255. Board with Pam Youngke. It's getting to be fair time, but will we have any fairs around Wisconsin? Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and I know up in this part of the country, Pam, the Colfax Fair has already been canceled for this year, but lots of fairs are waiting for an announcement, and we're waiting to hear what they have to say as the the fair season is such a a community builder, but... uh, looks like they're in question right now. Yeah, you're right, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Colfax Fair, that's a community fair, and that's another one of those ripples when it comes to county fair activities. Oneida County Fair that happens in Rhinelander, one of the first county fairs that tossed in the towel. That's according to Jamie Butke, executive director of the Wisconsin Fair Association. She has been called into action now to try to help county fairs address COVID-19, the challenges, uh, the public perception on how how they feel about going back into uh, a group, a crowd situation that can be part of county fairs. And boy, I'll tell you what, the more I visited with Jamie, the more I realized what a complex and complicated situation it is. The questions that are out there as far as public safety. What about the financial viability of even trying to have a county fair? Jamie Butkey is uh, trying to have weekly conversation with county fair organizers and board members to try to get those questions answered. This is supposed to be my dad. Downtime. I'm supposed to be, you know, the fairs, they all run themselves and so forth. And I think uh, this is the busiest I've ever been in my profession um, because our fairs are all trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing or how can they have their fair and all the different pieces that go into that. So we as the Wisconsin Association of Fairs have 75 county, district, and state fairs that are state-aided members. Um, and we have some festivals that are associate members. But when, when I talk today, I'm going to refer to those 75 fairs. Uh, what we've been doing is in uh, engaging with our fair board members. Uh, we've had three weeks of Zoom calls with them. It's been an hour or a little bit uh, little bit more than that. Our next meeting was requested that we uh, go to an hour and a half call, and we're scheduled for meetings weekly for the next, you know, how, however long we need it. Um, 80% of our fairs are actively engaged in those, in those calls, and we're covering every aspect. And, and no one has the answer, right, um, because... So this is new for everyone, but we're all asking the questions like, well, what are we doing? What is our fear? What is what is the best way, the safest way to host our fair? Will all of the facets of the fair still take place? And I, I just have to say, Pam, I am so proud of our fair members because they are thinking about how can I have the fair? 
and but the there's things that they can and cannot control. Uh, we don't know how the lift in the band is going to to happen. What is what is the does it mean? Does it mean 500 people can be at my fair in a day? You know, do we have our hopes that you know you can have uh, 10,000 people at your fair? Because those are all loans. We've been encouraging our fairs to plan for the worst, hope for the best, but they have to they have to engage in. Should I? Could I? How can we run the fair that's the safest and but that we also understand the impact that it has on vendors, the carnival industry, the exhibitors, um, your local community clubs uh, that raise money that goes back into your community. There are so many facets, and um, our questions get longer and longer every week. We've done some legislative things to, to help protect us as well. Um, if you're not familiar, in Wisconsin, our 75 fairs do receive some state aid money in in the premiums they pay out to junior exhibitors. Um, but there is a, a rule in the states, if you don't have your fair, you once you don't have a fair, you don't get state aid in future years. So with the last legislative um, pass, we thanks to Representative Amy Loudenbeck, we were able to get wording in there to say, if one of our fairs doesn't have their fair this year, they will not lose out on state aid in the future because of COVID-19 this year. So we already took one legislative step, which was huge for our fairs, and that's something that you know they're taking into consideration because they're not going to lose state aid money in the future. That That is very good news. Now, some people are going to say, do we know of any county fairs that have already tossed the towel in, uh, you know, you do, Jamie, but we also need to explain why some of these fairs have already decided they're not going to be able to manage it. Sure. We had our first uh, announcement, so we have one of the 75 fairs. So there's still 74 other fairs that at this point are planning on, on um, having their fair. But the Oneida County Fair um, made their decision this last week. I believe it was on Thursday we posted the uh, – Wednesday night we posted the press release that they had decided to cancel. And two things for them. They are they are a three-day fair. They have no livestock. They do have junior fair exhibits that are at their fair, but they rely on, and, and their fair takes place within the city limits of, of Rhinelander, so it really is a community event, and they rely on a lot of their local businesses to be sponsors for them, and the way the economy has hit, um, they don't feel that they can go to those sponsors and say, hey, give me something, because um, everyone is hurting, right? Um, so for them, when they looked at uh, that, and then can they provide all the right tools to be safe for their their attendees as well because that's a struggle some of our fairs are already feeling is can I get enough supplies? Can I get enough paper supplies or sanitary supplies to make sure my fair is cleanly as well? So, um, yes, they don't meet until August. Um, it's not easy to be that first fair to say, oh, we're canceling, and what's the ripple effect going to be of it? But I commend them. They really they thought about every avenue of their fair and said, we're going to be, you know, fiscally responsible, and it's just not something we can do. But guess what? We want to come back as, as strong and as better as we can in 2021. So it's not easy to be the first one. I, you know, anticipate we'll probably get some other fairs that are, are going to have to cancel as, as well. But there's just so many facets that go into planning it, and there's chain reactions um, that can happen. 
one of them that we're finding is the carnival industry. So with the carnival industry, you have a lot of our companies come from out of state, um, and so when they travel, they're hitting um, it seasonally, and then eventually they get to Wisconsin. Some of them head up to Canada, and then they make their way back through to the fall. So they have this route that they do, and if one fair doesn't happen and they don't start for another month, uh, we have fairs that I've said, you know, you're in September, and they're like, ah, oh, you know, we're not as concerned. Well, you have to be because if those carnivals don't go out in July and August, they're likely not coming to see you in September either. It's not that they don't want to, but now you need to have them look at and say financially, it costs me insurance to put on rides. It costs me money to put um, for permits to get on the roads. If I don't have a full season, am I going to recoup that cost? They want to be there. They, they, they want to. But then the other part is a lot of them have H-2B workers. Some kept them within sent them out of state. Will they get enough workers back in order to provide you the same carnival that they have in the past? And then, oh, yeah, they also have cleanliness issues they have to abide with. And are they going to get the supplies? And, it, and it's, it's a chain reaction. But I think it's important to know that they, they all want to be there. Um, but now there's other factors that are coming into it as well. Jamie Butke, she's the executive secretary of the Wisconsin Fair Association. She lives in Eau Claire and coordinates county fairs across the state. The latest update is that Oneida County and Kiwani County have canceled their fairs for this year. Also, the Budweiser Dairyland Super National Truck and Tractor Pool that normally happens in June down in Toma has been canceled this year as well. You can hear all of my conversation with Jamie Butke online, MidwestFarmReport.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We'll make your building tough as a Northland with quality materials and custom-made plans. Northland Buildings. Protect all you own, farm, business, or home. Northland Buildings. At Northland Buildings, they're committed to offering superior buildings at the best value. In these challenging times, you can still get your new building with the help of Northland's expert sales team. Get a long-lasting, economical, post-frame building that's built to withstand our Midwest weather. Call 800-736-4510 or go to northlandbuildings.com to find a Northland sales consultant near you. Their business is building, and they're here to help you get a quality building at a fair price. Built tough for the Northland. Northland Buildings. At Advent Health, nothing is more important to us than you. We're here to care for you. Ease your mind and lift your spirits. Our medical expertise and network of care can help you meet your health challenges, hurdles, and hardships with hope, with courage, with confidence. Today, tomorrow, and in the future, we are here when you need us the most. To become an Advent Health caregiver, visit joinourmission.com. 
Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. Premier Livestock at Withy will have a special dairy cattle auction Wednesday, May 6th at 11 a.m. Included in the sale, 45 Holstein dairy cows, tie stall, cows sell on tests of 75 pounds coming from Doby Day Holsteins in Red Wing, Minnesota. Herd dispersal number two, 35 registered Holstein dairy cows, tie stall, cows selling on tests of 65 pounds. That herd is coming from Mid-Main Farms in Wausau. Also 28 Holstein dairy cows, parlor freestall on official test milking 75 to 100 pounds many milking over 100 pounds coming from utter full dairy and 20 Holstein springing heifers and fresh cows coming from Kentucky besides their online sales premier livestock is presenting its sales online at cattleusa.com for information about this sale and other sales at premier livestock call 715-229-2500 or visit PremierLivestockAndAuctions.com. Whether you need a car now or plan to buy someday soon, Cars.com has nearly 2 million cars ready for home delivery. Connect with dealers to tour cars virtually and search great prices. Check out Cars.com. Wow, Dennis Clarenbeek. He runs a livestock hauling service besides his rendering business. He says he'd prefer not to have to deal with animals that have had to be euthanized because processing plants are shut down. I would rather not be doing this, so I think it is a big waste. I run uh, livestock trucks, too. I run Mm -hmm. four livestock trucks that my guys usually run. Uh, Last two weeks, all of our loads were canceled due to plants closing down. So we were called by the rendering plant if we would hook up to end dumps this week and start hauling off the farm. Uh, The hogs getting euthanized and hauled to the rendering plants. Dennis Clarenbeek says that he's been involved in the rendering and livestock industry for 35 years, and he's never seen anything like this. He said it's critical to get those processing plants back up and running. He also says you have to remember, rendering costs can vary. Still, that they need to get the kill plants opened up and start processing, because I think a lot of people don't realize the cost of what food's going to be down the road here. Some of the owner-operators are monthly service fees, and some are for stops. So, I mean, they vary from $120 a month service fee to $35 to $45 a stop. Dennis Clarenbeek, he is a livestock hauler himself in Laverne, Minnesota, called on to do what he doesn't want to do, what no farmer wants to do, dispose of euthanized hogs. And like I said, that's just one area of the United States that's uh, got numbers we can actually talk about. Here in Wisconsin on Friday, the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, along with the Wisconsin Pork Association, launched an effort to try to make sure our Wisconsin pork producers do not have to euthanize their animals. It's called Passion for Pork. And basically what it's doing is working with meat processors of all sizes around the state to find out where there is capacity that hogs can be delivered, processed, and then ultimately sent on to food pantries, food food banks as a protein source. 
Uh, talked with Carrie Ritalik actually just yesterday about the situation. They found a processing plant in Stevens Point that had some capacity, so they took their first load of 60 hogs last week to the Stevens Point location where they were processed, basically uh, quartered, and then uh, now they'll move on to a Windsor location where that pork will be processed into products that can be donated to food banks and food pantries across the state. They're looking for donations financially to try to keep those pigs from being euthanized, and they're also uh, working, trying to work with other processors to get more arteries opened up. You want to find out more? Stick around. Carrie Ritalik, our guest, after 5.30, or get the details right now at MidwestFarmReport.com. Another aspect of our agriculture that's uh, coming into question, our Class 1 milk price. So about 10 days ago, there was a proposal from several dairy marketing groups to take the Class 1 milk price and temporarily raise the Class 1 milk price, uh, but not do anything with any of the other orders that our dairy farmers work under. Lucas Schostrom is the executive director for the Minnesota Milk Producers Association, and he says the idea of temporarily raising the Class 1 milk price will not solve the problems facing the dairy industry. He said, in fact, the effect of even a temporary price hike would be terrible for demand, and that's something dairy producers can't afford right now. It's real simple. I mean, we all want the milk price higher, no doubt, but if we do it through the government, it would really backfire, especially for those of us in manufacturing areas. We'd all get the Class 1 benefit relatively, but those people in high Class 1 areas would kind of get to double dip. And so for those of us in manufacturing, it really goes backwards. We would see less demand for our products. So whether it's the processors or the consumers, all of a sudden you're going to see higher prices at the processor level or higher prices on the store shelves. And it's going to be a lot easier and better and less market distorting to just give direct payments. We all admit farmers need cash, but if we start playing with Class 1, we're going to have some areas of the country winning more than others, and we're going to have some people just sending milk to places that don't need it right now. Lucas Schostrom, he is the executive director for the Minnesota Milk Producers Association again, voicing their concern about an idea that had been floated to USDA of raising the Class 1 fluid milk price in the federal marketing orders, but doing nothing with any of the other milk prices. And obviously, like you said, that just uh, goes against what's happening in the dairy industry right now. Uh, may sound like a good thing to raise Class 1 milk prices temporarily, but again, if you knock demand, that hurts all dairy producers. We'll take a quick break. Coming up next, we'll find out what's coming our way weather-wise with Stu Muck. Boy, a lot of dust flying over the weekend as Wisconsin farmers capitalized on that warm, dry weather. In fact, so much so that I understand there was an accident on I-39 with so much dust that was coming up over the roads. Is that dust going to stick around, or are we going to get a little water in the forecast to dampen it down a bit? Stu joins us live next. Rural Mutual Insurance, the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, is here for you even when the weather isn't. With crop hail damage, protect your operation from hail, fire, lightning, and more. Visit RuralMutual.com slash farm. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Compure Financial has always been there for our clients and communities in any situation, and our support continues today. 
Whether it's providing financial services to our local farmers or responding to the funding needs of our community partners, we're here to help. To learn more, give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit Compeer.com today. Compeer Financial ACA is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. All righty, 523 now on a Monday morning. Let's get the weather. Stumach, ag meteorologist, joining us live via Skype. And I'll tell you, uh, the dust really was flying uh, over the weekend, Stu. Uh, like I said, by Plainfield, Wisconsin, they had a 64-vehicle uh, crash that uh, injured some folks because of the dust flying over the I-39 right there. Uh, is there rain in the forecast to tamp this down? There is a little bit in the forecast, but it's not going to be coming, you know, right now, and it's not going to be all that heavy. Uh, let's look at a cool front drop down through the area. Temperature's a bit cooler today, no doubt, but the next low will edge in from the west. There is rain in the Dakotas, Nebraska, even northern Kansas this morning. That's trying to build our way. It's just not going to be that big of a threat. A chance of a little shower activity, oh, by early tomorrow, maybe into the day Tuesday or even later Wednesday. What I'm seeing, trace amounts, a tenth of an inch or two, you know, maybe a quarter inch of rain, that's enough. That's a bit of a dust settler, yes, without making things extra wet. We already still have some pretty wet weather around. Could be a little fog or a little frost that is here and there this morning. Otherwise, today, partly sunny skies and a little cooler. Upper 50s, maybe a 60 at Eau Claire and La Crosse. Winds out of the east about 5 to 10, becoming mostly cloudy. A slight rain chance in the night. We drop down to the mid-30s, and tomorrow still cloudy. That slight chance, a few scattered hit-or-miss showers. Look for a high in the lower 50s. The northeast winds at 10 to 20. Partly sunny Wednesday, a little warmer, closer to 60 or a few low 60s. A late-day shower may linger into Wednesday night, Pam. And as I look toward Friday, it could be the coolest day of this week, but it will be staying cooler than normal with that little bit of... This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. A construction project needs materials, and Olenix is the place to make that happen. They now offer blue granite. They provide varieties of ready-mix concrete, a complete range of aggregates from their pits delivered to your job site, as well as excavating services and trucking and pulp hauling equipment. They will help get your project done right. They're well-known throughout northwestern Wisconsin, with locations in Stanley, Cornell, Ladysmith, Medford, and Jump River. Contact them at 715-668-5211. That's O-L-Y-N-I. CKS.com. Gear up for summer with help from your neighbors at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We've got the tools and supplies you need to get the job done, along with knowledgeable associates to answer your questions and provide you with helpful tips for whatever your project. Be prepared for quick fixes with the 115 volt Hobart Handler 140 MIG welder. It's $487.99. Pick up a professional torch kit, now 20% off. Get jobs done right with a milled or smooth-faced framing hammer from Milwaukee Tool. Your choice, $24.99. Make sure you have the right tool for the job with a 26-piece screwdriver set with case from Performance Tool. On sale, $16.99. 
Save 20% on Dasco pry bars, assorted pin punch sets, and cold chisel sets. And get a DeWalt 20-volt max lithium-ion compact brushless drill driver kit. On sale, $99.99. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Family-owned since 1955. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.27 a.m. as we continue rolling with the Midwest Farm Report here at Wax 104.5. Scott with you this morning. We're going to be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock at Withy right after this. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 38 degrees here in Eau Claire with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. We have Rocky over at Premier Livestock on with us right now. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. Anything rolling out by you equipment-wise this weekend, or is it a little too oh, yeah. early? There's, okay. There's- Depending uh, where you're at and how your ground lays, there was plenty going. You bet. There's It's moving out there. It's Boy, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. Hey, tell us how the markets are going this week. Uh, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, last uh, week's market report uh, at Premier Livestock, we did sell 1,500 head uh, on the fed cattle. Uh, continued weak market there. Most of the Holstein fed steers, 60 to 75. Uh, beef feed fed steers, 70 to 88. Market cows, mostly 38 to 47. High yielding, 48 to 54. Market bulls, high yielding, 76 to 86.50. Low yielding bulls, below 70. Organic market cows, about the only cattle category uh, that are stronger uh, they uh, sell on mondays most of the cows traded from 75 to 90 low yielding below 70 last uh, wednesday we had an excellent quality organic herd uh, selling mostly 13 to 1800 with the supreme organic cows bringing 1850 to 2400 uh, hay auctions now on thursdays uh, at 9 30 until further notice uh, friday we had our machinery auction that was a huge success we sold machinery to over 10 states including canada and mexico saturday we had emerald lanes registered angus production auction uh, top highlights there uh, top bulls bringing 2500 to 3600 top bred cows and cow calf pairs 1800 to 2500 this week we got a really big week at premier tuesday we got a special uh, feeder cattle bred stock cow auction that's at 11 o'clock a.m we start with bred stock cows first we're expecting six to seven hundred head of feeder cattle Wednesday, we got three herd dispersals, two tie stall herds, one parlor freestall herd, including another consignment of 28 fresh heifers, all two-year-olds parlor freestall milking 75 to 100 pounds, 20 top 
Fancy spring and heifers, freestyle headlock adapted. Also a top registered fresh heifer, a red and white, uh, two-year-old coming from uh, Todd Stanick. She's sired by Diamondback. Then Friday, uh, special one-owner dispersal, 425 head, our highest producing herd we've ever sold at Premier. Uh, rolling herd average, 31,148, 108-pound uh, tank average. There's 335 milking cows, 40 dry cows, 50 spring and heifers. Uh, we do have the catalog on the website. That auction starts. Note the earlier start time on Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Questions? Give us a call at Premier, 715-229-2500. Check our website. That'll be at PremierLivestockAndAuctions.com. And that's the way it's shaped up, Scott. What a week, huh? Yeah, it's going to be a busy one for <laughs> it's sure. It's going to be a busy one. That's good news, though. It's Busy is what we want to hear these uh, days. That's isn't it? right. That's right. That's it's been right. a little slower, so yeah, nice to be busy. So. Absolutely. Thank you much, Rocky. We'll hear from you tomorrow. Thank you. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock at Withy. Let's have a look at some of the local and state news. There's a search for a missing man in the Black River in Clark County. The Clark County Sheriff's Office said two men went into the water Saturday when their boat capsized. One man made it to shore, the other slipped below the water. Crews are expected back be back out on the river later this week or this week or today rather to continue their search. A crash Saturday morning just before 7:30 left Black River Falls. Woman dead. The Wisconsin State Patrol and Eau Claire County Sheriff's Department responded to a one-vehicle rollover crash on Interstate 94 in Eau Claire County at Mile Post 82 eastbound. Upon arrival, it was discovered the local one occupant of the of uh, and driver. A 30-year-old female was deceased. The initial investigation indicates the vehicle lost control, entered the median, then crossed the eastbound lanes into the ditch and rolled several times. The driver was ejected from the vehicle during the crash. A man was killed in a hit-and-run accident in Lake Halley. It was just before 6 a.m. on on Saturday morning when Lake Halley police were dispatched to County 00 near 30th Avenue in Lake Halley for a report of a subject in the ditch who appeared unresponsive. Lake Halley police arrived on the scene and found 60-year-old Dennis Moore of Eau Claire deceased after being hit by a vehicle. Officers located an auto part on, a, on the scene from the crash and determined it came from a Hummer H2 SUV, and officers were aware of the vehicle matching this description in a nearby neighborhood. They traced it back to 38-year-old Christopher Peterson of Lake Alley, who admitted to driving the vehicle. Chippewa County District Attorney's Office was contacted, and officers arrested Peterson for hit and run. That crash remains under investigation. And Wisconsin's coronavirus numbers are going up, but the percentage of people testing positive is holding steady. The State Department of Health Services has reported 304 new cases as of yesterday. That brings the state's total to just under 8,000 positive cases. Nearly 80,000 people in the state have tested negative for the virus. Wisconsin's positive test rate continues to be around 10%. Let's have a listen from Kelly Lifska, <laughs> Lifska, Slifka hmm. about what's going on in the weather. It's, it was such a great weekend uh, weather-wise, Kelly, that I can't even speak this morning. Well, you know, originally my last name was Sliva, and I found out what that means. It's a plum. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's uh, Russian for plum. Really? Interesting fact, and I'm not Russian. I don't know what that means. <laughs> 
But, but anyway. But you do know a lot about weather. What's going on in the weather? Well, you know, it was a pretty nice weekend. A lot of sunshine. It was very windy both days. But uh, thankfully, those winds have come down now. And we're not expecting as much wind. There was a cold front that passed through yesterday. That's why it wasn't as warm yesterday as what we saw Saturday when we hit 75 on Saturday. Uh, today, though, we will be only in the lower 60s. We're running a little bit below average today. But this is probably going to be the warmest day of the next five, six, seven days as we are looking at cooler than average temperatures and most of the days are looking at some 50s. Uh, today, though, we will see a mostly sunny sky up to 63. Clouds will roll in tonight as we dip down to 37. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy. There's a slight chance of a shower, but it looks like mainly to the south. But it's only going to get up to 55 with the clouds around. And uh, Wednesday, we'll look at mostly cloudy skies with a chance for a shower, 61. Mostly sunny Thursday, 62, but only 57 on Friday. Right now in Eau Claire, we are looking at uh, 36 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Oh, it sounds good. We're, we're really rolling that equipment out there, Kelly. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, we had all that rain, I guess that was, what, Thursday last week? or Yeah. Someday last week, anyway, but uh, pretty dry so far this uh, the last couple of days. Yep, let's get those seeds in the ground. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13. Brought to you by United Mutual. You need reliable insurance, so trust United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford. They provided high-quality home and farm protection for north-central Wisconsin since 1878. They strive to be the company of choice for you. United Mutual Insurance Company provides homeowners, dwelling fire, farm owners, mobile homeowners, renters, umbrella liability, and small business insurance. Feel confident and secure in your choice of insurance. With United Mutual Insurance Company in Medford, call them for a quote, 7 715-748-6040. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Time for another Pioneer Agronomy Update. I'm Scott Schultz this morning visiting with Mike Gransky, Pioneer Agronomist in the central Wisconsin area. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Scott. Mike, we got some rain last week. It wasn't quite what was predicted short of an inch over a couple of days and the sun came back out later in the week and things were ready to roll again it's been an interesting spring scott you know i mean we've kind of we've kind of ridden this roller coaster and you know you look at two weeks ago prior to um some of that cold snap that we initially experienced and you know we had some really really nice ground conditions you know and then we we experienced some rain and we watched our soil temperatures you know, go from, you know, ranges in that mid-40s to plummeting back down in the 30s in some instances. Uh, but in the same breath as we fast forward to just last week here, you know, we really made some good strides forward. Um, you know, a lot of the, the north-central Wisconsin area in particular, you know, most areas didn't even exceed a half-inch mark, um, you know, minus some very northern fringes of it. And, you know, we watched the ground temperatures begin to, to gain gain pace again last week and started to find ground you know, already back into that upper 40s and low 50s. And, and things are really looking up as we look forward, um, you know, into this week here and continuing our planting trend. Um, you know, and I know one big concern that, that growers are going to have, you know, as we start looking at getting corn in the ground, obviously the, the calendar says it's time to go, but, you know, as we, look at the, as we look at the forecast for this week and even a little bit into the following, you know, there's some cool nights ahead. And, and, and the comment I would make is that, you know, we've, hit our, we've gotten ourselves to a position where we can commence corn planting and feel good about the decision that we're making. 
you know, where we start running into, you know, some of our inhibitional cold chilling um, and potential stand losses when we start getting these, you know, periods where that, that two-inch soil temperature gets down to 20, 25 degrees. I mean, that's where we really start to see some losses that occur there. And you look at the weather that we have while we're, you know, while we're going through some cool nights in the 30s, you know, and even in the next week as well, you know, we still have highs that are getting into the 50s and 60s, and there's just no way we're going to drop that much temperature out of the soil, you know, simply going overnight. So you know, I think we've hit a good spot here where as, as ground conditions continue to improve, um, after this rain we really need to get moving and take advantage of some of the, some of the best conditions we've seen in quite a while. That's Mike Gronsky, field agronomist with Pioneer, with another Pioneer update. I'm Scott Schultz. Thank you again, Mike, for that report. And again, the machinery is rolling out there. We ask the farmers to be careful, but also ask folks out there to pay attention on the roads and be careful because the equipment is moving. Let's go over to the markets and hit the Equity Altoona market first to hear the latest from Matt Koger, Mark Koger. And then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity. Tell us about that latest sale, Mark. The Fed Cattle Division, please call the market for prices. Slaughter cows, 20% of the cows here on Thursday selling from 46 to 50. We topped at 50 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 36 to 46, with 20% of the cows selling below 36. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday selling from 57 to 73. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves on Thursday weighing 95 pounds and up, selling from $40 to $110 per head, with the light, poor quality calves selling below your fancy beef calves, selling from $50 to $150 per head. Quick reminder, next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, May the 8th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now, this is Mark Koger from Equity Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Hey, thank you, Mark, for that report. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on from the Stratford Equity Barn. And Jerry was telling me off air here that it's a little cool in some of the low areas over that way. Well, good morning to you, Scott. Yeah, right now here it's uh, 33 degrees, but... Uh, uh, warm up decent today into the 50s, but not nearly as warm as the weekend. What a beautiful weekend it is, and a lot of field right. work being being uh, uh, undertaken, so that's a good deal there. Like, it was a good uh, point just a few minutes ago, too, about the uh, all the machinery on the road. So, folks, do be careful and uh, watch out. It's, uh, you know, folks got to get their work done. So it's, uh, but again, uh, we don't really need any frost, so that not wouldn't <laughs> no. be good. Let's just keep warming her up. Thank you. Hey, and uh, tell us what's going on this week in the markets, Jerry. All right, uh, Scott, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. This will be the sales schedule this week here at Equity Stratford. Again, we do have a full uh, a full week schedule sales for four sale days this week. We get underway here this morning, uh, Monday morning, with market cows, and we also do sell fat cattle this morning and market bulls. We'll get to those baby calves around 11 o'clock. And just a note on the fed cattle, cow market, of course, as you know, has been relatively steady, uh, not too many major fluctuations in the cows here in the last few weeks, but fed cattle, different story. Uh, so, again, if you are uh, planning on marketing fed cattle, uh, 
today or early part of this week or whatever. Just give us a call so uh, we kind of know which way the wind is blowing on the Fed cattle. Again, it's a very difficult situation with that because of the plant closures, etc. So that'll be the schedule for today. Tomorrow Tuesday, uh, tomorrow Tuesday is the hay auction in Stratford, and that will start at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, followed by the dairy sale and the market auction tomorrow, also in Stratford here on Tuesday. Wednesday, we start at 10 o'clock with the market sale. And uh, also on Wednesday at noon will be the feeder cattle and bread beef cow sale. That, as I said, will be a noontime start. And then on Thursday, uh, our auction does start at uh, 11 on Thursday with the market auction and baby calves also. So, again, uh, all this information on our website with our sales schedule. Of course, we do have uh, quite a bit of uh, cattle listed for private treaty sale on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford, ba- Stratford page for information on that. And, uh, again, uh, hay sale, as I said, will be tomorrow. But like I said at the top here, if you are uh, planning on selling fed cattle, the trends on that are going to be, until we get this thing straightened out and country opens up, the fed cattle are going to be a tough sell. So uh, just give us a call here, 715-687-4101. Kind of know what the market conditions are because, uh, like I said, cow market fairly steady. And we anticipate that probably being about the same this week. So, again, Scott, uh, that's all we have this morning. We'll be back here tomorrow morning to give you an update on the prices from today's sale. And, again, uh, stay safe. And please, folks, uh, no burning because uh, it's not a good situation right now with that. Yeah, that wind especially is, uh, besides being a little, it's spring yet. And, uh, yeah, not a good situation. And, you know, and we did, uh, you know, we had a fairly wet spring, but uh, with all the uh, very strong winds every day, it doesn't take much to dry the ground out. So it's uh, certainly no reason to be burning anything. So uh, just please, because uh, especially in wooded areas, this could get away. We'd have a major, major problem. That's right. Well, thank you much. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Jerry. Scott, you enjoy the day also. And, uh, again, we'll be here tomorrow morning. Thank you. Thank you. That's Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. We're in challenging times, and our area businesses are working hard to take care of their employees and their customers. One of those businesses is Revolution Coffee on Main Street in Black River Falls. I'm with Carrie from Revolution. What do you guys have going on? Do you have some curbside pickup? How do I get my coffee? Well, don't worry, Scott. We'll get you your coffee. No matter what, we'll make sure you stay caffeinated. We have curbside delivery, delivery itself, and then we also have pre-orders. That means that you can give us a call ahead, pull out front, we'll bring it out to your car. We have delivery. We've got staff going to different areas in Black River and some of the surrounding areas for deliveries. And we've got pre-orders where you can give us a call ahead the day before or whenever you need to and preset that order with us. Baked goods, coffee, food, we are still in operation and we love our customers. And food as usual? Food as usual, we've got a couple of items on the menu that we have had to, you know, say goodbye to at the moment, but yes, food as well. And that includes, again, all the coffee, teas, mochas, everything. Everything, mochas, blenders, lattes, regular coffees, smoothies. We also have smoothie sizes and kids' blender sizes. So if you're a mom, you're at home, you're looking for an incentive for them. Our kids' size smoothies are only $3, so we can definitely deliver out that midweek treat for your family. You have some great stuff down there, and I'm looking forward to pulling up to the curb and grabbing some. It sounds great, Scott. We are here seven days a week still, 7.30 to 1. There are some days we're staying later, but 7.30 to 1, you can pretty much catch us anytime.
and your telephone number. 715-670-0707. And we are posting specials daily on Facebook, and we're working out some new systems. Keep watching that Facebook page. That's Carrie from Revolution Coffee at 38 Main Street, Black River Falls. I'm Scott Schultz. Always good to have that Revolution Coffee in the morning. Been sipping a cup here. Uh, partly on account of I don't have any milk within reach. But I do have within reach Michelle over at Tureen Livestock with the latest from the Tureen Barn. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. What a weekend. What a weekend. What a what a weekend is bright. If we could just carbon copy this for, you know, until it should be a little bit warmer out. But this, it was a beautiful weekend. And a little less wind. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yesterday the wind was, I, I mean, the, it was windy Saturday, <laughs> but for some odd reason it just seemed like it was 10 times worse yesterday. I don't know if it was, yep. it was a little bit cooler out or yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. So tell us what's going on in the market, Michelle. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of April 27th at Tureen Livestock Market in the Slotica Market. For the for last week, we topped at 55 and a half. 82% of the cows go from 36 and above. Market cows are 48 to 54. Low-yielding cows, 37 to 47. Thin and weak cows, 36 and down. In the Holstein steer market choice and prime, 65 to 75. Selects for 60 and down. For beef-type steers and heifers, please call the market for a quote. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 63 to 76, with the utilities at 62 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 40 to $115 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Posted heifer calves were 10 to $60 per head. Beef calves, 50 to 215 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 13 to 30 and a half. Sows 17 to 29. Boars were 10 and down. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call to market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at Turin Livestock, your family owned an FRA market. Have a great day. Thank you, and you have a great day too, Michelle. Sounds good. He'll Take care. Get you all ready for Bob tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. He's lucky he gets the Monday off again. So, that's right. That's know. right. He needs it. He needs his beauty rest. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. We'll <laughs> talk to you all. tomorrow. Michelle over at Tureen Livestock at Thorpe. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, joins us again this morning on our next Grow Off Alpha update program. And, uh, Dan, always the bearer of glad tidings, but you want to talk about something we don't like to hear about, Dan, that alfalfa weevil. That's right, Bob. Uh, we hope that we don't have a significant problem with it, but it's best to watch and, and be prepared. Uh, part of the concern is that the milder winter that we've had uh, could mean more survival of the beetles and uh, could be a bigger problem. So I do think, uh, especially as we discussed last week, with the greater yield potential that we have, it's uh, particularly important to keep an eye on the alfalfa fields. And if we start to see alfalfa weevil damage, uh, then we need to uh, think about spraying that. The um, of course, main issue is that the eggs will hatch, that the larvae will come out. They're a little green larvae with a black head, and they chew on the leaves. 
was usually most obvious is the chewed up leaves. The thought is is that we're not looking at uh, chewed leaves on the whole plant, but on the terminal buds at the very top of the plant. If we see 40% of the plants showing some chewing damage, then it's probably worthwhile to spray if we're over a week away from cutting the alfalfa. If we're within a week, it might be ahead just to harvest a bit early to save the spray cost. And, and then, of course, we kill the larvae when we chop the forage or, or bale it and, and put it into a hay. So uh, this year, uh, hopefully we won't have a significant problem, but things are set up that in some areas it could be an issue. Do watch your fields. Uh, do spray if 40% of the terminal buds show uh, uh, some chewing, or else if we're within a week of harvest, uh, go ahead and chop a bit early. Um, within that week, there'll be enough chewing damage. We won't have more growth, so we might as well harvest it and get rid of the weevil and let the stand start coming back for second cutting. Sounds good. Keep an eye out for the weevil. Unfortunately, something to probably going to have to deal with this year once again. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist with us once again on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Thank you, Dan and Bob. And let's have a look at the morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 86 to a dollar with mixed 70 to 87. Fed beef heifers at 84 to a dollar with mixed 60 to 83. Fed Holstein steers 65 to 72 with select 44 to 64. Cows are at 32 to 56 and a half. Bulls, 52 to 80. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 30. Sows, 20 to 23. Boars, 7 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 117.5 to 144. Feeder lambs are at a dollar to 255. On the livestock futures, live cattle for June are at 87.25, up $1.30. August, 92.55, up 45. October, 96.80, up 47. And December, 197 cents. At, that's up 72 feeder cattle for me at 117.82 up 72 August 127.65 up $1.15 September 129.05 up 90 October 129.90 up 87 and November 130.47 up 80 lean hogs for me are at 62.87 up 3.70 June 62.70 up 3.75 July 64.12, up 3.62, and August, 64.67, up 1.87. On the cash, on the greens futures, rather, corn for May is down 2 at 3.09. May oats up 2 at 3.09. Soybeans for May down 8 at 8.38. May soybean meal, $287.40 a ton. That's down $2.20. And May wheat down 5 at 5.16. The country elevator prices... Corn at Arcadia is 282. The countryside co-ops at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo have corn at 260 and beans at 790. Beans at Stevens Point are at 755. Elk Mound has corn at 269 and beans at 795. Sparta, corn 267 and beans 789. Ellsworth, corn is at 252 and beans are at 790. The ethanol plants Corn at Boyceville is at 274, at Stanley 269, and at New Richmond 267.
On the dairy side of things, barrels of cheese ended the week Friday steady at 119, 40 pound blocks down a quarter at 120 and a half, and grade AA butter down one at 118 and three quarters. On the class three futures, May is down 14 at 1123, June giving up 25, down 25 at 1219, July down two at 1361 in August, up four at 1457. Those prices are down through the rest of 2020. Whether you need a car now or plan to buy someday soon, Cars.com is nearly 2 million cars ready for home delivery. Connect with dealers to tour cars virtually and search great prices. Check out Cars.com. While most of us would never have predicted a pandemic coming in 2020, we do know that hail season comes around every year, and we can prepare for it. Here at Egg Country Farm Credit Services, We view hail insurance as a critical part of your risk management plan. We will help analyze your complete coverage, leveraging both the MPCI and hail insurance that is available to your farm. Let us help you prepare for the months ahead. Call us at Egg Country today. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, we're heading into the milk house with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. I'm going to have one last sip of my Revolution coffee from down at Black River Falls. Give Revolution a call right there on the main drag in Black River Falls. They'll get your coffee and food, whatever goodies, tea, whatever it is, out to the curb for you. Just give them a call, Revolution Coffee. And then, boy, I'm going to get back out here and get me a big old glass of cold milk. I've been drinking more milk than normal lately, and I, I drink a lot of milk and to start with, but, uh, oh, it just has been just right. Hey, have a great day out there, and if you're out in those fields, be extra careful, and if you're driving today, please be careful and watch for the farm equipment out there because we're rolling out in farm country. Smith Funeral Chapel, three generations of continuous care. From the comfort of home, shop great deals at AmundsonsAppliance.com. Good morning, West and Central Wisconsin. We're starting your day with music and a Wax Morning Show on Wax 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. WAXX Eau Claire. 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. 